Help, help, help me. Help, help, help. I see you in help, 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 help. I see you in help, 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 help. help. Hey, we're coming back this week. New year, new uh, new self help. I picked out something I've been seeing floating around a recently around the internet. Kind of has a cool name, so I thought, why not do it? And uh, have you ever heard of dopamine detox? I have heard of it. It's like it's like some Silicon Valley shit where it's basically like you. I mean, this is just what I've heard, but it's like you get off phones, TV. You're not even supposed to like look people in the face because that's like a little too much. I'm basically I'm basically living on it. Take away phones yeah. and TV. I, what are <laughs> That's you all I have. I've been yeah. inside for for a, a fucking year now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm st- I'm still using. I'm still riding the high of like a good tweet from like a week ago. Like that's really what's <laughs> keeping me afloat. We'll go back and like look at like some old notifications to a tweet and be like, this was I was funny. <laughs> Those are like yeah, the, glory like, <laughs> the, the glory days. The glory days of, yeah. of eight p.m. two days ago. <laughs> I was fucking. <laughs> It wasn't like partying with your friends. It was just like, man, fucking 40 retweets. Yeah, those are the days. That's like what you, if your life flashed before your eyes before you died, that's what you'd see. Yeah. So I guess those those likes, those uh, that feeling you get from, you know, using social media, having people like your stuff is all kind of part of the dopamine and the dopamine detox. From what you guys sound like, you guys are trying to go back to that high that you had. From from the the dopamine hit, <laughs> the, the high of Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the dopamine detox is, I guess as it's originally laid out, like why this is necessary, why this has come up is because the people who do this believe that in our modern life we have a uh, we have so much dopamine coming from things like TV and Netflix and like social media, like Instagram likes, Twitter likes. That it's kind of just like a flood of dopamine, and like if you had like a flood of um some other drug, eventually you don't you know take pleasure in it anymore because you get used to it and I mean that makes sense the logic of that sounds coherent does it I don't if you have like a tolerance to something you know if you're overexposed to something, then it's kind of like porn like you can't watch the same thing over and over yeah, eventually but you're, you're you supposed need to have dopamine you're supposed to have porn. Yeah, dopamine. It's I think not, you're supposed that, to that, that, that's, that says a lot about where your life is at. That you were like, you were like, yeah, this necessary chemical that you need to function. You know, so, like porn. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like porn up. You know, the thing that you need to like get through yeah. your day. Listen, it's a vitamin. All right, it's, it's water, vitamin. food, water, porn hub. That's porn those, are the, up. those are the staples of life. The fact that that's just like a company name, like, like. Like Walmart are oh, like, you know what I mean? Like, Modelo. can you like, imagine what working it, for them? Porn up, like the hub of porn. Yeah. <laughs> you were... like in our brains, it's like, yeah, that's where you go to see the porn. That's got to be a weird office to work for. Like, what is the. <laughs> well, I think is they're not like making the porn. They're just like, it's just I like, know, but it's you, like you still have to Facebook. deal with porn related things. All it's not really, though. You're just basically, it's like working for Facebook or some shit. You're just doing tech shit. You're doing what Cole does. All right. Which is kind of trash. I would be upset because getting hired for Pornhub would be like, oh, so I'm going to fuck Pornhub, porn stars every day. And then you walk in and they're like, yeah, you got to go through and uh, delete anything that has the word child in it. And you're like, all right, this is, I guess this is a regular. I feel like that's like a, <laughs> that's like a kind of like a, a five-year-old's view of working at Pornhub. Like, what is that, just going to fuck porn, porn stars? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think you'd you would feel like I I just thought like it's like what you said, Kwame, and I feel like you'd have to deal with like porn related shit all the time where it's just like <laughs> can you really uh, like do you really like or like really straighten out the anal category. It sounds like like, like a five year old's like, yeah, I'm gonna work for Nintendo so I can play Pokemon all day, you know? Because that's <laughs> yeah. that, that's what they do there. <laughs> that, that, that is the logic, yeah. <laughs> so dopamine detox. It's uh, uh, so the people think you get too much of this in modern life. You get used to it, uh, so you don't feel the same pleasure anymore as you would in the past. You're just kind of like flooded with it. They really, they really bank on the analogy to, like a drug tolerance, when dopamine does not really behave like a drug. Right. It's it's like always in your brain. It's different than like, shit. Like, it, it it you should always have some healthy amount. Yeah. Well, if you didn't have dopamine, you would be dead, basically. Yeah. Like Parkinson's is caused by a lack of dopamine, so it's not like, right. it it isn't a drug, you know. Um, right. But. I guess to get this idea across, they kind of liken it to like, you know, you get a tolerance to weed, so you know, cut back on it, um, and the next right. time you have weed, it'll you'll be much higher, and so that's like a dopamine detox. You you get rid of um, kind of everything that would give you pleasure in regular life. So the everything, pe- yeah. So it's not. We don't have much that gives us pleasure right now, though. We can't go outside. Well, so here's like a list of like a typical dopamine detox. No eating, just sipping water. Oh, wait, so you have to like fast? Yeah. Eating gives you a lot of pleasure. Wait, so how long do you have to fast for? Like a day. Most people just do it for a day. Okay. You can pull that off, kind of. No eating, just sipping water. I guess water doesn't give you that much pleasure. No screens, like TV, uh, phones. No music, no exercise, no sex, no masturbation. Some people go a little further. They say no eye contact because this person said eye contact gives him a dopamine hit. So no eye contact, uh, no talking more than necessary. Hey, that's awful. <laughs> no talking more than necessary? Yeah. So like one of the persons that was doing this dopamine fast, he said he. This all sounds like the rules you would lay out if me and Kwame were going to crash on your house. <laughs> <laughs> no talking more than necessary. No eating. No jerking off. No talk. No eye contact. Absolutely no eye contact. Yeah. It's like eyes to the ground at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Sip water. Look at the ground. Yeah. So like one person who was describing doing it said. That they during their dopamine fast, they they ran into an old friend, but they had to tell her that they could not continue speaking because it was too stimulating. And so that's so that's so weird. <laughs> that's like so. That's like this man like ruined a friendship for that fast. You imagine meeting up with someone, especially like if it's your like female friend, and she's like, "Hey, how you doing?" You're like, "I can't keep talking to you. This is too stimulating." And then you just <laughs> run away. You're like, what the fuck happened to John? Yeah, so basically what you can do is kind of, you can read, I guess, uh, you can sip water, you can wander around your room, uh, you can meditate, and that's about it. Most people do this for a day. I don't even know if I could do that. This sounds like a really tough, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> it sounds like this would suck for 15 minutes. Yeah. God. Do you think this is harder or easier in a... In quarantine? Yeah. Well, I guess the the thing is, it's like... I guess it's it could be easier in the way that you don't have the allure of outside life because there's nothing going on 
that like maybe in a dopamine fast, you're like, fuck, I could go out, I could be at the bar, I could be doing this, but now you can't. But also, at the same time, you're so miserable and bored that like you need something going on. Like I do need a good episode of a TV show. I need some good food. I need like something fun to happen because my life's just so fucking boring right now. Yeah. How quickly when you get home do you turn on like a a, a TV or a, your phone or something? Uh, I mean, I work from home all day, so I don't. I try not to go screen to screen because I feel pretty fried. So I just I run after work like every day, and then afterwards. Oh, do you for real? Yeah. Yeah. So I just do that because then I, then I feel better. Um, yeah, you you don't like the closing the kind of your work computer screen and then opening your personal computer screen. No, dude, that's the worst <laughs> feeling. It just feels it. It literally it just feels like oh now I get to choose what goes on the screen now. <laughs> this is the fun screen. This is the work screen. This is the fun screen. And it's such a dark feeling to just go from like oh I work I look at a spreadsheet now I'm looking at Netflix like I just feel like shit. So the the only other thing. When I'm not running, it would be like if I like have a couple drinks after work and then then go to the screen, which you know then I kind of feel all right, but <laughs> not ideal. Yeah, if you if you drink in the middle of switching screens. Yeah, yeah. If you throw a couple drinks on switching screens, you don't mind the second screen as much. Then it's more you enjoy the fun screen, but it's it's rough, man. Yeah, to go screen to screen. I mean, you need you need something to break up the monotony. I ran I ran a little bit today because I forgot my. Uh... I forgot my ID at the liquor store, and uh, I ran for for like for like five minutes, and I was like, I'm like I'm like out of shape. I was like I was like I think I'm like dying. <laughs> this is, this that's is that's one of the saddest sentences I've heard in a long time. I ran because I forgot my ID at the liquor store. I was late to work. Oh, I was I wasn't buying liquor, motherfucker. I was buying I was buying I was buying some beer. Yeah. Yeah, I run two miles every day. Yeah, I had I, I was running today actually because I forgot my ID at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I had to run back before work because I had to grab me just a little bit, of, like a fifth, just to throw in my coffee. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, you'll go on this fast. You know, you get that detox for that day, and then apparently the day after, they say it'll kind of reset all the neuro neurochemicals in your brain. This sounds like someone who doesn't really know that much about the brain. <laughs> It'll reset all those brain chemical thingies. And it's like, what? <laughs> this guy this guy know what he's talking about. Yeah. I feel like it's such a vague thing that brain chem neurochemicals. That just that, that that sounds like something I would say. Yeah, it's just something that, you know, sounds smart and uh yeah. a neurochemical reset, dopamine detox. It's just kind of a lot of buzzwords that I think are propelling throwing around propelling this uh this movement. But yeah, so they say it'll neurochemically reset your brain, so the next day you'll be more focused. Uh, you'll since you spent the day doing nothing, anything kind of sounds fun, so you can go to the gym and get pleasure from that. So it'll kind of like reset your what gives you pleasure in life, so you can accomplish more things. I guess this this is like the logic of like an abusive father. It's like well, essentially locked him in the basement for the weekend. He's gonna enjoy anything now. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna really he's gonna be astounded. By doing chores after I locked them in a closet. I mean, by this logic, like feral <laughs> children would be having like the time of their life whenever like get out of the room they've been kept in for five years, you know? Yeah. Like, that's like pretty weird logic to be like, well, you had a shitty day. So now when you do something fun, you really think it's fun. It's like, yeah, no shit. Those, but documentaries, that doesn't are, those documentaries are always crazy as fuck, man. The, 
feral oh, children and shit. Yeah, where, where it's like what there's like a kid in Russia that was like raised by dogs, start talking like dogs and stuff. Oh, and do, do you ever see the one where it was like a little? I forget her name, but she was like a. They used they kept her like in like a like a like a like a crib like a like not a crib. I'm sorry, like a high chair. She was in like like a like a baby's high chair from from when she was like two to like fourteen. And like had no stimulus, but like the fuck she had the only stimulus she had in the room. She was only fed like every three days, and the only stimulus she had in the room is that like sometimes like the fucking like 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 the wind would blow and like the like the like the breeze would like flap the like shit against her window, and that was like only it was it was crazy. Yeah, I bet I bet after that like a subway sandwich was just. Orgasmic or you something. I mean? Yeah, her 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 dopamine was reset hard though. Yeah, I tell you what, she enjoyed some Twitter. She really I just. I'm, I went on a deep rabbit hole of just videos of people with, with fucked up. I'm watching a thousand pound sisters on TLC. Oh, dude, I was watching six hundred pound life the other day, and that's what's truly great about American culture. It's just just brutally shaming other people to feel better <laughs> about your life. You just want our, our reality TV shows like. They have a all TLC is they have a one documentary that is it's just the a family. Learning, we forget that it's it's the learning channel. <laughs> there's it's one not a docu- learning channel. It's the learning channel, bro. There's one documentary that's just about a family of like little people, and that's it. That's the <laughs> oh, whole it, thing. Uh, and it's like, is it? It's um, like, <laughs> I forget. I forget what's what's the name of it? Fuck. There's a bunch of shit. There's, there's like eight shows about little people. There was there was there was a uh, there was an Animal Planet show about little people. Yeah, but, but it's, it like, was it's like it's like Animal little people. Yeah, there was there was a show on Animal Planet back in the day. Where it's, like a little, little it's like a, it's like <laughs> a, it's like wait, if you, you, it doesn't matter if you're still calling them little people if you're saying documentary on Animal Planet. I mean that's pretty rough. Honestly, if uh, this dopamine detox is kind of sounding good, if if I was in the state of my life where I finished my nine hour <laughs> my nine hour shift at work and then turned on TV to watch a fat woman navigate her life <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah the more yeah, I'm talking, you, 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 might, you might as well you might as well the, sip some water and, and meditate. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious that during like he's, he's like he's like you guys might have to go two days without TV. And like, oh, no, just show about this fat girl. Oh, no, just show about these little people. Oh, no, just show about these. Missions. Yeah, we 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 suck. Yeah, for a hundred percent, dude. Oh man, goal, you're goal. You're you're telling me not watching this for twenty four <laughs> hours would be good for me. Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? You're trying to tell me my life would be improved if I didn't watch. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if my body produces lady. produces dopamine when I watch it. I can't <laughs> tell you like what emotion I feel. Yeah, no. What emotion do you get? Because it's, it's not happiness. It's like a uh, weird. I get it. No, but th- that the reason it's that a weird show, like disgust the, mixed with pity mixed with sadness and like self. Yeah, but but the reason that show exists is because everyone in life in America, you're not getting health care. Your wage ain't going up, but you can watch the show and you can go, "Hey, I'm not this lady," and that's what I get. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so people just kind of came up with this dopamine detox. It, uh, it originated from Reddit and YouTube. <laughs> the source of all good ideas. <laughs> so, you know, like, is there actually any truth, I guess, in what these people are preaching? Is there? Um, not really. <laughs> I was, I was, so it's, it's just nonsense. It's not entirely... Well, I, I looked it up a bit. It's not entirely nonsense. I mean... Turning off the TV and like just taking that time to meditate for whatever is always probably going to be better than just binge, just binging television. Yeah, like they are like you know like mindful practices. So in that sense, it's good. Does it like do all this dopamine stuff that people claim? Uh, not really. Just because dopamine doesn't really work like that. Like um, 
Like it's not it's not, you know, like weed. Like we don't gain really a tolerance to dopamine. The only time like that can happen is if like there are like drugs that do affect our dopamine receptors and then that can we can like have a tolerance to, but just like watching TV shows doesn't it's kind of it's kind of weird to compare that to like cocaine. Yeah, which actually has like a like it actually has an effect on your brain. Watching getting a like on Instagram isn't like rewiring your brain base. <laughs> this this sounds like the it was wait, kind of wait, come up you, you with said it's not it's not rewiring your brain cuz I always thought that people were saying that like social media is like making us, you know what I mean? Like addicted to all kind of shit. Like it's not it's not like physically rewiring your like dopamine receptors like a like a hard drug would. It it shortens your attention span and I feel like makes you more um just impatient. But I think that's like a, a smartphone overall cuz it's like you're just constant stimulation all the time. Mm. You know. And I don't I don't know if I don't know the science behind it. I don't think I don't think it is like I don't think that is as deep of an effect as if you were like addicted to coke. But I I do think well, that no, cause it like shortens your drugs will actually like physically change your dopamine yeah. receptors. Like yeah. it's like it's a physical like a drug will have a physical effect on you. Social media right. won't won't have that physical effect on your that that's why I feel like this theory was come up with by like sober theater kids where they're like yeah my tweet doing well that's probably the, that's that probably feels just as good as doing coke and you're like no buddy <laughs> no it doesn't you know yeah so and also like dopamine dopamine is released it's kind of like like the actual drug dopamine it, it's not like a pleasure chemical like a lot of people say is it's it's that plus a little bit more stuff like it it's basically it's how we do reward-based learning and motivation kind of like you know like with the the pavlov's dogs and that type of stuff so like when you do something pleasurable your brain will release dopamine so you remember that that act you did was pleasurable dopamine kind of like teaches you what is pleasurable uh to your brain so in that sense that, that could be hijacked by bad things like example cocaine or jerking off too much yeah but in that case because you've already trained your brain just even, I guess, the sight of a computer would start releasing dopamine in advance. So you can't actually that's like that's that's pretty that's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, you can't actually like really fast from it. Well, that that's why people they get off on the rituals of even addiction, where they're like, "I like when I hit the board out, I'm chopping thick," because your brain's already like, "Fuck yeah, it's coming, it's coming." You know what I mean? That's awful. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you always watch Netflix after work or something. When you finish work, by that time, dopamine is already being kind of released in your brain in preparation for uh, watching Netflix. So a one-day fast isn't really going to fix that kind of... Deep rewiring. Yeah, and it doesn't... Like, you're not actually fasting from dopamine in that case if, like, you kind of still have cues around your house that dopamine's coming. Okay. But, I mean, it is still... It's probably better for you. I'm going to go ahead and just, it. you know, it... I don't know about the whole not eating for 24 hours, but it's like, you know, if you did spend a day in the midst of this chaos, like, oh, I read a book, I meditated, I just drank water, like, that, you're probably going to be better yeah. off than if you watched nine hours of television, drank a bunch of beer, and ate, like, shitty food. Yeah, it is kind of just like a repackaging of some mindful uh, practices, but kind of taken to the extreme. Yeah, where it's like, you can't look at someone's face because that'll overload you. Yeah, I think it was taken to the extreme because it 
kind of came from places like Reddit and YouTube. Oh, yeah. Which is this is the birth of the extreme, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's not extreme. It literally wouldn't do well. Another reason, I guess, this dopamine detox is kind of is kind of a thing now. It's kind of a fad is that it's practiced by Silicon Valley people. And there's that's where I heard about it. Yeah. There's kind of like yeah. a whole mystique around like the the self-help practices that the Jack, like the Twitter guy, Jack Dorsey, he does a lot of these like fasting and, and this type of stuff. But there is like kind of like a whole mystique about what Silicon Valley people are doing. If they're doing it, it must be good just because they've kind of defined this, this uh, era with like startup companies and Facebook and Twitter. It's um, weird how they've kind of like, like kind of changed like what it means to like, be rich you know what i mean because before rich was like you know these stupid like not stupid but like these big like fat cat like like oh everybody like is like this is a piece of shit like everybody hates them but then like the mark zuckerberg types and shit like him yeah. and made it like cool to be that oh went from like, like carnegie to zuckerberg and his like hoodie and stuff you know what i mean like yeah. they like they like repackaged like what that shit is basically also health and wellness like they weren't uh i think being rich before you had the image in your head's like some fat oil tycoon he's like smoking a cigar and drinking whiskey whereas they're probably like oh i would never drink like they're like sipping on like a cbd infused drink mm. and eating like this yeah. like organic meal like they're they're more um because like kind of focused on like getting their health together yeah they mm. like want to live forever and stuff it's uh um, yeah, as i would too if i had a <laughs> billion dollars i would want to live for every second of every day yeah but like i, I saw some things online like people were like would people actually pay attention to these kind of fads if like if it was just a bunch of auto workers in detroit that started doing I, 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 dopamine not. detox I, people don't pay attention to their grievances now <laughs> people, don't pay attention to the, people don't pay attention to them like overdosing it's the shit that they do yeah people don't care if they like fucking overdose on opiates every year so it's like why the hell would they care if they're like hey they're not eating for a day it's like oh i just they probably just can't afford it you know so i i feel like a lot of this stuff comes from like especially if you're like a really rich let's say Google employee, like, you know, you have a, probably a pretty good life. You go to Google, you make a lot of money, but there's an emptiness inside that like, you know, in a former society, probably like God or something would feel, but you just feel like this innate emptiness. So you start like filling it with like weird mystical new ageism, you know, like the dopamine yeah, I mean, fast or like the other books you religious, read. You know what I mean? I know motherfuckers yeah. who, who aren't religious, but they'll do a bunch of, a bunch, like they do a bunch of different spiritual cool shit and it's like this is just religion bro yeah because i've even seen articles recently like tarot card tarot cards are making a comeback with silicon valley people tarot cards oh, are yeah. huge with uh uh ball girls <laughs> <laughs> in chicago yeah, uh, ball, oh, yeah. Ball, ball, ball women. Did you just Chicago. meet one bald girl with a tarot card? What do you mean, bald <laughs> no, girls? No, bro. Is see, there a colony of them? May, may, maybe, <laughs> maybe we run in like different. We, I think we run in like different circles, bro. bro how many bald girls? Hey, are you meeting? Go to, go, go to, go to, go to like a, uh, go to any party in Chicago um, with under twenty eight year olds, where at least three couples are polyamorous, and there'll be like four bald girls who try to like do tarot cards for you. Yeah, I think that's correct. That's what <laughs> That's just the hipsters. Yeah, it's a, absolutely. It's a, it's a Logan. It, it's more Logan Square because, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's like a, it's like a thing. Yeah, speaking of a uh, bald people, it was a there was a huge blow to the bald community the other day. 
the the Tesla shot stock shot up a lot and it made Elon Musk the richest person in the world for a little bit. And then so Jeff Bezos, you know, the previous richest owner, the bald guy that everyone looks up to, was uh, displaced by Elon Musk who's who's had hair transplants, you know. Were you were you crying a tear for your bald brother and Cole as yeah. you had finally been taken? <laughs> as this uh well he should be bald too, but he's he's uh, circumvented that. With uh, with all you have a lot of do you have a lot of, with, you have a lot of like, he's like a, he's like a Rachel Dolezal in his community yeah <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah but he briefly became the richest person in the world for a second but then Bezos got back on top that uh that divorce do you think they care about that like like because I feel like they're I, I some kind of psychopath I absolutely or think they care about it. especially if you have like a billion dollars I mean truly you don't need any more money you don't what need it? another cent. You you get off on the power. Yeah, <laughs> you get they, these people get off on power. They get off on power and and knowing more of it is coming because he can he can have literally whatever he wants. Yeah. So um, dopamine. So yeah, comes from Silicon Valley. Um, a lot of people claim that Silicon Valley kind of took the old tradition of there's like this uh, Hindu meditation called Vipassana. Where they can, where people would just meditate for like a long period of time, and so people kind of think that this is just a Silicon Valley repackaging of taking an older tradition and making it kind of like cooler. Yeah, I think that's probably probably hundred percent what they did. Yeah, I mean that's all. So much of New Age stuff is like, oh, this is sort of something people in Asia do, and it's just let's repackage this and throw this at like white people. I was looking at this uh, this Vipassana meditation. And I, I knew it was kind of old because uh, when they were talking about the, doing it, they had they said you had to abstain from stealing, sexual activity, speaking falsely, intoxicants, and killing when you're doing this meditation. And I, and how, how crazy was life then? Yeah, I feel like that's only like, like an I, old. If I can't, yeah, if I can't do coke and kill somebody, <laughs> where where they have to tell you to abstain from killing on this dopamine meditation thing. Yeah, and he's like, all right, all right. You narc, I'll do it <laughs> if it's good for you. I'll do my best. Yeah, but that's a kind of an overview of what this dopamine detox is. I guess we'll we'll practice it one day this week. I might actually hop on on this one. You're jumping. Um, you're doing it. Yeah, I might do it. You got the, you got the no eye contact down. Right? Yeah, you're killing you're killing it from the no eye contact. Well, no, no conversation. No eye contact. Well, I feel you're like I feel, I feel like in the, my case, no eye contact gives me that dopamine boost so maybe i have to do the yeah yeah you, you need to like talk to people you need to go on like a pick you need to go on like a work picnic like eye contact is definitely not pleasurable for me so that <laughs> i don't have to worry about that but yeah i might i might hop on in this one uh take oh, yeah. a break from uh this get back yeah, to my hellish nightmare yeah get back to myself reset my brain okay All right, we're coming back this week from our detox, our uh, our dopamine detoxes. I know, I know, I had kind of said I would get in on this a little bit, um, and you didn't. No, I didn't. Um, and there was kind of a reason why I didn't, and is because 
you know, we talked a little bit about how I put some money in GameStop stock last episode. Um, right. This week it shot up by a lot. And Say the percentage, because you told us the percentage. Tell them so they can be just as disgusted with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on, on one day it shot up 60%. And then the next day it shot up thirty percent. How much? Say the money. How much? How, say how much money you made, Cole. Say so it. When, uh, say I how went much from twenty k to like forty k. You made twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a pretty big dopamine yeah. hit that I couldn't. <laughs> 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 that I couldn't not. I, I, it's also so shameful that we spent like literally twenty minutes shitting on you for putting money on GameStop, and then you just. Basically, won twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's just, it just shows that me and Kwame just have a whole. I have a horrible radar with money. Where it's like I just, I'm constantly I'm so wrong upset. my entire fucking life. I, just I was, I was so pissed. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I haven't seen well, a game. We put in like hundred dollars. We put in like hundred dollars. We would have fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah, we could have had like two hundred. Yeah, that would even that, even that. And in my little microcosm world. I the, the way I won this week is I won two hundred dollars online gambling. So that was the big that was a big <laughs> win for Kenyon. Yeah, that was the big. That also sounds like you weren't dopamine detoxing as well. I feel like that's I did. I, I did feel it. like the casino yeah, is the dopamine center. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah no that's definitely his dopamine. Well I, that was after because I I uh, I couldn't do it like a full day because I I got to work during the day uh, like f- from home. So I just did it like two evenings where I just didn't really watch TV or I just like read books um, and just like I don't know, just try to drink a lot of water, try to meditate a little bit. And uh, I mean, it's like a nice break that from sound like you, like you detoxed. You said you said you drank some water and meditated. You were supposed to like not you supposed to just basically just sit in a room for a fucking week straight. Yeah, but that but see, dude, my I there is so little pleasure in my life because I'm just sitting in a garden apartment with my with my roommate. And you're like, dude, there are times where we don't talk to each other for days. So it wasn't like I am go- embarking on this dopamine fast. Don't talk to me, Eric. It was like, oh, I literally just have to like stay in my room for a little bit longer. And it, that's a fast. Like I, I have no pleasure. I haven't talked to anybody else. If I'm not like watching TV or, or masturbating, there's zero fun coming in here. So, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of stuff like that where I, it was, uh, you know, because there's been like parts of this quarantine of this year where it's just been like I work from home all day. I just I eat too goddamn much. I watch too much TV. So it's kind of like, I, I, I think it is like nice to like kind of take a break from it. I think the whole like, it's a little extreme when it's like, don't even shake someone's hand or eat good food because the pleasure will override your body. Like, I don't think, I think that's yeah. based on like were you, nonsense uh, mysticism. Were you fiending for any screens when you were detoxing? Um, yeah, because I was like, in the, I'm in the middle of like binging The Sopranos. So I was like, it's it, it was basically, it was pretty hard to like just, you know, watch. <laughs> One of the greatest shows of all time, and they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna put that away for two days and do absolutely nothing else, and just read like Mice and Men." So it's like, um, yeah. but I think it's, but when it's you, good. But when you when you got that hit of Sopranos the next day, it was it was a good hit of Sopranos, right? It was. It, it was a better. Is, well, that, but that's. But I don't know. If that's that's not like my brain being reset. It's just uh, doing nothing is so boring, especially when your whole day is so bleak. When it's the middle of the winter working from home and like the only light in your life is like just awkward small talk with your coworkers on a zoom screen. Mm. Like when you, man, you take away the Sopranos, you take away the Sopranos and the food after that. It's like, it's a dark day. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a dark day, man. I'm just, I'm just sitting in a, I'm sitting on a mattress with no bed frame. And I literally felt like I was in prison. 
literally felt like <laughs> I had done something horribly wrong and was and I was like oh, I gotta I gotta sit th- through this for the next five years because I got pulled over with like a kilo of coke or something like that's how I felt. But um, it's crazy that we do that. that, that that's that's insane. It oh yeah, absolutely. Stick motherfucker in a room. You just gotta. What? <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, I mean it's so it insane sounds like to be a, like, like a punishment like a kindergartner would come up with. You'd be like, "What?" If if you if yeah, you well, didn't know what prison was and I had to describe you like, "Yeah, sorry, you stole something, so I'm going to put you in this room. You can sit there for 5 years." You'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, it's so yeah. great to be like, "Yeah, you know how you're only a life uh, alive for a finite period of time. We're going to take a couple of years of that, throw that in here, and you get to spend it with literally the worst people on the planet. Like literally just an amalgamation of the worst people on, and not on even, the planet." Not even the worst people. You go in normal, but the conditions make you bad. You're right. You know right. what I mean? Right. But there yeah. are you are like like yeah, for like every a, Like you could be a good person, but then you have to hang out with white supremacists for 5 years. You're not coming out of that better yeah right? no <laughs> like, yeah. You know? yeah yeah that, yeah it's really hard to pick up like a lot of great skills yeah that's a it's a bad place <laughs> <laughs> but getting getting back to the the thing i mean i think i think it has like good intentions but i definitely think a lot of it is like extreme for no reason like i think it's like good to take a break from like screens like Maybe you probably should have a, a point in your month where you like don't use your phone for a day or like you don't did, endlessly uh, watch TV. Did you tell but, anyone you were taking a dopamine detox? Um, you know, right now, like I, if I, I feel like that, I don't talk. I feel like that might be the best part about doing it is telling other people about it. I feel like <laughs> I, I could. I that's the best I part about. Text, that's... I can't text any of my friends. I'm doing a dopamine. Di- they would never. Really? Call, they would think my phone is stolen. <laughs> they would think my phone has been stolen, and they would never talk the, to me. The again. best part of doing like most like self help things is telling somebody you did it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even working out, it's the high of working out is being like, yeah, I'm working out. It's like <laughs> oh, I'm I'm going to the gym. What are you going to do later, you fat piece of shit? Like there there is like some of that condescension. It's fun. I feel I feel like you can never you can never tell anyone. If you tell someone that you're doing a dopamine detox, I think it's it's always kind of like a, a subtle kind of like dig at the other person. No, absolutely. Like if, it, if you tell anybody you're doing anything, <laughs> like if I'm like, yeah, I quit drinking for a month because um, mainly hanging out with you because I, I realize our, our ways are, are wrong and heading to a dark place. Like it is, you are passing judgment on somebody when you're like, oh, I quit doing this thing for my health. But uh, yeah, you know, you keep going. <laughs> no, you keep, I, I think you could totally do that. So... Yeah, I didn't do it too much, too interested or too. Uh, I don't know. I just couldn't not look at the stocks going up. I'm glad we didn't have to do it the uh, week before last or whichever one where the Kid Rock concert, like you know, tried to storm the Capitol. I'm glad it, it wasn't the week because I couldn't have done it at all. <laughs> I couldn't have. I, if you asked me to look away from what is the most tragic and hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life, it was maybe one of the funniest nights on social media ever. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all the time. Whatever, 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 something horrible happens. Twitter becomes just the funnest place on Twitter. <laughs> when, when Trump had COVID, it was like just nonstop hilarious. Twitter. <laughs> I feel like it was just, I don't know, just such an, an American like sacking of a capital where we just go in and take selfies and. Like, oh yeah. I, I'm, like, <laughs> it's, and it's also not for like healthcare. It's not for the two K checks. It's so that your boy so that you're just like the host of celebrity apprentice can like basically call Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas for like four more years. Like they don't actually want, he didn't do anything to improve those people's lives. And they're still willing to like kick down doors for him. Yeah. No, it was a uh, interesting. I'm still, um, 
I'm still all in on GameStop too. I put even more money in it. You put even more. Yeah, you you were telling me yesterday that you put your you have your girlfriend throwing like her life savings in now. You yeah. were telling me I'm like it seems a little sketch to me. I'm not ready to throw all the money I have on this thing. Yeah, she's putting all her law school loans into it. Um, so using other people's money, the state's money. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone, you shit on me for gambling, but you're you're taking money that's not even yours. That is gambling. That's just of, rich people yeah. gambling. Yeah, you're throwing it on a, a stock tip you got from Reddit. So let's <laughs> let's let's chill on the condescension here. Yeah. Well, the the CEO or the the activist investor, he got like a a board seat along with his buddies this past week, and now he's tweeting things like peanut emojis, and no one knows what that means. And so and so, and so the stock shot up. So now you have twenty thousand extra dollars. So yeah, he puts a what? peanut emoji out there, and 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 that. Send, well, sends a message well, that it's 60 well, times as last, profitable. La- last week, he, he put out an emoji of a, a poop with a picture of Blockbuster. And that's what I think kind of started the whole thing. And just today, he put out a picture of a, a peanut. And people people are trying to suss out what this peanut means in regards to the stock. Um, so, yeah, that's that's emojis is how I'm investing my money now. Emojis from some... That's a. It seems like the whole world needs to take a dopamine detox. <laughs> if that's if that's how we're making decisions, it's through like a like shit emoji. Like people always talk about the stock market, like it's this all holy, all knowing thing. And when it, when decisions are made based off like a shit emoji, that's where I'm like, yeah, this whole thing's a goddamn sham. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how uh, a lot of people hang on to everything Elon Musk says, and. Uh, yeah. Which have you been on? He posts like Fucking he has insane. like literally he's, like he's a, maybe he one of the like dumbest a, people on the internet. Yeah, so dumb. Like he he posts like he has like a boomer Facebook page where he posts like like memes of Karl Marx being like, "Give me that for free," and I'm like, "Are you are you a 47 year old plumber in Indiana?" I was like, "What the what the fuck is this?" Yeah. I wish my dad owned fucking apartheid mine so I could just <laughs> right. Yeah, just I saw I saw something that was. I saw something that was like this was him painting his car when he was like 20 years old because he didn't have enough money to get a detailed. I'm like, your dad is literally like a call, like a pr- profiteer colonizer, like <laughs> super villain level money. That's what you grew up with. Honestly, You're the bad guy in every movie. It's so stupid that people have to work their whole lives to make pittance. Well, you can have money and then just put it in socks and get more money and not do anything. Like yeah. I, I made that money. Yeah. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing in the world. Like, this is, yeah, no, like it's <laughs> almost like we need to seize the means of production, Cole. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, yeah. Like, did I, I mean, did I do anything to earn that twenty thousand? No, right, no. Then, investor, yeah, no, you didn't do. You may, you did more, no more than I did the other day playing a Bitcoin game that is illegal in the United States. Where I, I clicked, I, I literally bet on whether or not a rocket, how far a rocket ship's going to go. And, uh, and I just did it correctly. Like, that's, that's the same level of, you know, worthiness to win that money as, as what you did. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really dumb. I don't know. It gets, yeah. You know, you start. You you sound ashamed. <laughs> you sound you sound like you're full of shame. Social. You wanna, if you're so full of shame, I want you to throw me in Kwame in five grand. Social pairs. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're so fucking. Hey, if you want to. Hey, hey. I, let me tell you what. If I want a hundred. Hey, I, I think about this all the time when I gamble. If I, if I want a hundred grand, hey, I would change as a person. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> I, would, I would wear bling all the time. But yeah, it's. Yeah. Would, 
No, I, uh, it is the kind of interesting, you know, the more money you get, the more I feel it makes you think about, like, if I did just all of a sudden become rich, like. You are rich, Cole. Mm, I mean, all of a sudden. No, I don't know. But, like, it makes you think about, you know, like, what ultimately, you know, you want to do in life, which is, <laughs> I don't know. It's something that you you don't really get to think about when you're just right. no you when you that's a luxury only afforded to rich people when you're broke it's literally you just need you you kind of have to live in the moment where you're like I just need money to pay this next bill to make it to next month and if I have a little bit of extra money I'm gonna spend it on something pleasurable because my life sucks yeah such a terrible Which, system I don't know right kind of what d- do you want to do with your life Cole now that you've been enlightened. Now that you got all this money, yeah. Now that I'm on my way to be a, a GameStop venture capitalist, GameStop yeah. millionaire. Let's. Uh, if you become a millionaire, I, I literally, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting like a socialist uprising. If that is, if that happens, fucking insane. Yeah, I don't know if the dynamic of the pot, like it's already you already make like uh, an insane more amount of money than me and Kwame. But if you were literally a millionaire, you, you think the dynamic <laughs> and, would change? Yeah, it would change a little bit if we're complaining about how broke we are. And I'm like, Cole, you could just throw <laughs> 20000 at at my life. It wouldn't mean anything. It would change everything. Do you know what I mean? You couldn't just have a million dollars and just have us be talking about how broke we are. I feel like we couldn't have a Patreon at that point. No, we couldn't have a Patreon if you have a million dollars. No. You, I would just, you could literally just pay me as your employee to come on and talk to you on this podcast. <laughs> You're yeah. a millionaire. I feel like no one would, uh, even though it would all go to you guys, probably. No, they still, they still be like, "Isn't one of the people a fucking millionaire? Why doesn't he just pay them?" You can't say that it's for equipment or anything. Yeah, no, I'm kind of screwing you guys over. <laughs> yeah, but the, if you keep making more money on this, if if you become a millionaire, I I I would say at least 10k. Yeah, If you become a millionaire off this point. GameStop shit. And put me and Kwame are still it, like put it down for taxes. It's, uh, it's for the pocket. <laughs> yeah. No. We'll see what happens. At a certain level, we are just equipment for your podcast. So I mean, just say that you're trying to make sure the equipment's fine. Yeah, I guess. Any any other thoughts about this dopamine detox? Yeah, I, I would say overall, like you know, it's like a little overboard on the mysticism. Like you gotta like, don't look people in the eye. Don't eat food that's good like that seems like kind of insane to me but like i don't know i mean it it seems like it could do more harm than good to like get off screens for a period of time especially like right now where that's literally your whole life especially like in places that are heavily locked down in the winter so it's like you got nothing to lose i feel like and and i feel like when you you would at least appreciate it a little more we're like i know when i'm like binging stuff and i'm kind of lost in it 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 all feels like a haze like yeah. I'm not really appreciating. Do you, do you do that, that was a great episode. Do you do that whole thing where you are on your phone at the same time as watching TV while like doing something else? Or yeah, I've done I've done that. I've started jerking off while I was watching TV. <laughs> and not even not even not even turn the TV off. I mean that's I mean it gets bad. So it's sort of like I yeah, especially like you just don't appreciate it. It's all like a haze, you know, and you're just constantly staring at a screen. So I feel like if you do take a little step back for a second, you to come back. You, you know, even from your phone where you're like, oh, holy shit, I could do so much with this thing. Whereas like you tr- now we treat it as like this weird like cyborg attachment to your brain. Yeah. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people have been saying that we're basically cyborgs nowadays. 
just because. I mean, you do wake up and you check in with this like weird, you know. Yeah, just because you use Twitter apparatus. once a day is not mean you're, you're a fucking cyborg. What are you actually talking about? Where a phone has become so instrumental to you living that you are part machine. You can now. put down a phone. You can't fucking. You know what I mean? Until, until I can right, like, until I can like Bobby, jetpack, until I can like jetpack to work because I'm fucking late. I'm not a fucking <laughs> cyborg. Yeah, but it's like you definitely. Um, you're really dependent on it. Like, how many? T- how are you? What are you on your phone? Two to three hours a day. <laughs> two to three hours. You got. You're on your phone two to three hours. A day. I'm saying it's way. You think you think you're only on your phone for two to three hours a day? I know. I know. I'm only because I get that screen re- report and it says like <laughs> three hours. How are how are do you? Are you just are you just the phone at this point? You don't even look at anything other than the phone. You're scrolling through Twitter while you're fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> You're not even a cyborg. You're just machine at this point. <laughs> You're just a phone. I've I, hung out with Kwame. I mean, he, you are just a phone. You, you, I like the phone. I got shit going on. Text if, if, if you're not just, if it's not the conversation dips for a second, the man's just <laughs> lost in Twitter. I got stuff going on, man. You think you'd be more famous on Twitter for all the time you spend on it? <laughs> I've seen, I've seen you spend so much time on Twitter. And I'm like 100, 109, 190 followers. That's all we can pull. You, you put you basically putting in a shift on Twitter. <laughs> you basically spent shift. eight hours. You basically spent eight hours on there, bro. Do you get more out of your Twitter, man? Would you ever? Would you ever do go like full cyber? Would you ever get there's people in like Sweden and shit who have like surgical like like credit well, card chips in the hand and shit? Would you do that? I I worked with someone. Surgical what? I worked with someone who put an RFID under their skin so they could like check in at work easier. <laughs> that is. <laughs> It saved him like a. Way. That's the worst way. Saved him like a, a second some, of swiping in their cool, key card. Like, like turn on the lights or some shit, so you, so you can go to work. That's so dark. That's so absolutely <laughs> dark. Like then it doesn't work one morning, and he's late, and he gets fired, and now he just has a chip in his fucking hand. I can't believe you'd give into like totalitarianism. Just so it's like, yeah, I get an extra coffee in the morning. Like just like just the most basic. I, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that Google Glass, when Google Glass first first dropped, I thought that was gonna like change the world. I thought that was gonna be the end for sure. Yeah, I was like, Everyone I was like, okay, around. so I'm fucking, so I'm in the simulation, baby. If the like, government doesn't like you, people can't like literally see you through their <laughs> Google Glasses. Like you, you don't even actually exist. <laughs> you like literally don't exist. <laughs>